Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So today I'm going to talk about digestion and the importance of it. First of all, quick update on myself. Not the most update really uh, in terms of training. Still going really well, which I'm happy with and uh, making decent progress before it's time to diet down again uh, towards the end of March. And uh, business and my clients are doing really well, which is good to see. Really good to see them reaching their goals, of course. Uh, so yeah, I'm happy with that aspect. And again, like I said, my training is going well. So yeah, everything's in a good spot. I've got a holiday soon to look forward to as well at the start of March, which will be good after not being obviously away for a while, just from all the lockdowns, etc. So yeah, I'm really excited for that. I'm uh, off to Tenerife. So yeah, something to look forward to for sure. So jumping into the episode on uh, digestion. So this is something I don't think is spoke about enough. It's something most people are probably not wanting to speak about and people kind of sweep under the rug, I believe. However, it's really important and if you don't talk about it, you can't fix it, which is why I'm obviously making an episode on it. So with digestion, it's something that is massively important. Oh, good digestion. Good digestion is massively important, sorry. Not only for your health, for performance, and for your overall quality of life. So, hence why I'm making the video on it. So, especially when you're in a gaining phase or you're trying to build whatever you want to call it, it becomes more of an issue when you're consuming more foods and as a result, putting your digestive system through more stress. It's like when you're eating something like 4,500 calories, you're gonna need to be mindful of what foods you're choosing and the amount you're having because it's a lot of food for your body to go through and it's not really supposed to be eaten that much or for most individuals it's not on a daily basis so as a result I'm going to talk about how you can manage digestion and if you do have any issues which could be being bloated excessive gas it could be like uh, stomach pains that sort of thing and yeah few other issues or like loose bowel movements or they're too hard that sort of thing again it's not the most pleasant to talk about but it's important hence why i'm doing it so it also can cause you to be in a stress state so if you've got poor digestion the your your body is in a stress state as a result when you're in a stress state you sleep poorer you don't get your heart rate down as low and you're not in a good place to recover and it also can impact insulin sensitivity. So what this basically means, I'll not go into the wee details, but it basically means you won't utilise carbs as well. And it means a greater percentage of the food you consume could go towards storing fat instead of muscle. And obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably are interested in in looking after your health which is and having good insulin sensitivity and sensitivity sorry i can't get my words out today is important if you just want good health on its own but you probably want to have a decent level of body fat you want to look good if you're interested in weight training so if you utilize your food better you're gonna be less likely to store it as body fat like i said and yeah, as a result, all these things will affect performance, poor sleep, you won't utilise or absorb the nutrients effectively if your digestion's poor. So it's something really important. So it's not what you eat, it's what you digest and it's what you absorb when it comes to your food. 
So I'm going to jump through basically some tips on how to ensure you're digesting your food well. And like I said, this becomes more important when you're in a gaining phase or not that it's never unimportant, but more of an issue, more prevalent when it, you're in a gaining phase or when you're consuming more food. So uh, the first thing I'm going to touch on, really simple, chew your food. It might sound stupid, like oh, obviously I chew my food, I don't just swallow whole bits of food, don't just swallow an apple, but take your time to chew your food, don't rush it. If you can chew your food into smaller pieces, it is generally easier to digest than eating it in large pieces because it's already assimilated, it's already broken down more, uh, which is why. And the reason I'm saying this is quite easy if like you're eating a lot of food just to like, just to not really focus on chewing it a lot and just be swallowing it and like rushing your meals. Don't rush them. Uh, take your time, chew your food plenty and you'll find you'll digest your food better as a result of it. And next up, similar to rush, rushing your meals maybe, eating in a relaxed state is very important. So when you can, don't eat on the go with tons of distractions and like uh, doing stuff if that makes sense. You ideally want to just relax, sit down somewhere that's not your bed and have your heart rate nice and low because when your heart rate's nice and low, you'll be in that rest and digest state and a better state to digest your food. And uh, as a result of it, you will digest it more effectively at that time. And also don't go overboard with caffeine. So caffeine can stop you from absorbing as much nutrients and it can put you in that fight or flight state where you don't digest your food during that period. As a result, you will digest your food poorer, potentially. And yeah, so with caffeine, it's not rocket science, just don't go overboard with it. Try and limit your caffeine intake. It's, it's a tool. It's a tool that has benefit to it, but it also has consequences. So it's a double-edged sword. So use it when you need it, but if you're drinking coffee throughout the day, even close to bed, regardless if that's going to affect digestion, it's not going to be great for you. And a good way to get into a relaxed state is just breathing through your nose. So taking big belly breaths, or not even big belly breaths, just like breathing through your belly and not lifting your chest up when you're breathing. So you're taking deep breaths through your stomach, through your nose, that will put you in a nice relaxed state or a, what you call a parasympathetic state, which is just when you're nice and relaxed. As a result, heart rate will go down, you'll be in a good position to digest your food and less likely to experience those issues I'm talking about. So it sounds silly, but it works. It's like sometimes we just don't take a minute to do nothing. So simply closing your eyes, taking a couple of breaths. As stupid as it sounds, you might not want to do it when you're out at a restaurant, it can help. Uh, and because even if you feel like you've had coffee or that you just don't feel you feel stressed you don't feel like you're relaxed just do it and it can help and next up make your food enjoyable so another one that you might not think of if you enjoy your food you'll usually produce more saliva so the digestion process takes place before you get the food into your stomach so when you are looking forward to a food I think everyone's heard the term mouthwatering and what that basically means is like you produce saliva because you're like, oh, that looks good, you enjoy it. And just simply from the smell and the foods can make that take place. So if you produce more saliva, since it takes, since its role is to basically break food down in the mouth, you will digest it more effectively. 
and as well as that you'll most likely be spending more time chewing it you won't just swallow it whole <laughs> not that you will but you'll chew it more effectively because you enjoy the food and you're not just trying to get down you and regardless if it's going to make you chew it more just having a diet that's enjoyable will be easier to stick to even if you're like uh, even if you're like really consistent and you don't have to worry about that it will improve your digestion so don't be lazy with your meals that's something i've definitely done in the past and uh, when you do make your meals enjoyable you'll be less likely to go off plan stop sticking to your diet that sort of thing like i said so it's very valuable next up is picking food you digest well so when the issues occur it can be the foods that you consume the foods that can cause the digestive issues so it can be like in particular foods that can set stuff off that happen and you'll find maybe when you eat foods you're not used to they don't really digest as well so make sure you're pick, picking foods you believe can sit well with you and you feel like they do sit well and you just feel good after eating them and use your initiative for that you can tell if you've ate something and it sits perfectly fine you feel like your stomach's nearly empty and you're just not that you're hungry but you feel like you're not really stuffed or bloated or gassy or need to go to the bathroom immediately 30 seconds after eating it they're all bad signs obviously if you need a lot of food you might be feeling a bit stuffed but i think you know what i mean extremely bloated from it and some foods that can do it are like vegetable oils so processed like oils that you might get when you have like carryouts or junk food that sort of thing and processed foods as a whole can and things like oats sometimes they can't digest well with people for me i just can't digest oats even when i'm dying they just do not sit well with me whatsoever uh, so it's something i just don't eat and eggs they can be a common culprit and also dairy and by dairy i mean uh, milk most of the time yogurt can be a bit of a better option if you think you don't digest milk well but you want some dairy in your diet also whey protein so the isolate that's in whey concentrate can cause a lot of issues so if you're one of those individuals you can go for whey yeah wait sorry yeah whey isolate instead of whey concentrate but saying that if you don't have any of these issues if oats sit well with you if eggs sit well with you you don't have to just remove them all so there's no need to remove something if you enjoy it just because i've said it could cause issues like if it sits well with you everyone's individual so like think about how you feel after eating it even if you eat like decent amounts of it does it cause issues so yeah bear it in mind but you don't have to just remove anything that can cause issues because that's not healthy either and junk food again another common culprit the vegetables or oils in it are usually something that can cause issues and as well as that some vegetables so things like uh, like when you think vegetables you think oh they're healthy but i believe things like broccoli asparagus i believe our main ones spinach spinach can sometimes cause issues uh, but like things like that you might think oh they're really healthy but they can cause poor digestion i think mushrooms as well uh, but what i'd recommend if this is something you're struggling with search up uh, low FODMAP foods so I can't remember what exactly it stands for it's uh, 
I'm not even I'm not even gonna try. But Stan Efferdin talks a lot a lot about them and he's got something called the vertical, vertical diet and that is basically all about picking foods that digest well with you and sit well with you and alloy and trying to avoid foods that are high FODMAP, uh, which can basically help people with IBS, that sort of thing. So, yeah, have a look at that. That can help you a lot. And as for a few other points, when like watching your digestion, water intake's one that I didn't think of and I was doing for quite a while. If you're drinking a lot of water during meals, that can cause some issues because it dilutes your stomach acid, I believe, and uh, as a result, you can sometimes not digest your foods as well. Uh, so yeah, watch out for that and try and drink like around meals instead of during them. And then uh, not that if you're super thirsty you can't take a drink, but just don't tan a ton of water. If like, because I I was in the habit of just because I like to be routine, so I make sure I get enough water in. Like I'll have a meal and then I'll tan some water just to make sure I'm getting it in. And as a result, cause me some issues. So yeah, be be aware of that. A few other things to consider is massive meals might not might not digest well. So smaller meals a bit more frequently might be a better option. And what I mean by this is instead of eating two massive meals a day uh, and just going in on food, try and have like some smaller meals and like not a ton of food at once. Uh, so that can be a better option just because you're not pounding your stomach with so much food at the same time or at the one time. Something else I found that helped me, especially towards my last gaining phase when I was eating a lot of food, is having my fats later in the day. So we know fats basically slow down the digestive process or digestive process. And as a result, if you can move fats later in the day, it means you will not take ages to digest like your your first meals in the day, which is important because if I'm eating an absolute ton of food towards the start of the day, I don't want to take ages to digest my first meal when I've got my second one in a couple hours that I know I need to eat. A ton of food again. I get a thousand calories. So you don't want that. You want to go through it relatively quickly. Uh, if you are like in a gaining phase in that position. Another one is walking after meals. So the reason why walking after meals can help your digestion is when you walk, your stomach muscles contract. The ones that are around your digestive tract, that sort of thing. As a result, it can it like churns the food up. If that makes sense, <laughs> sounds kind of gross, but. It can be something that can help. And there's uh, something else that can cause issues, I think, is having a ton of sweeteners. Like, if you're having a ton of sugar-free syrups and that, uh, and ton of, like, fizzy juice, like, and just processed foods as a whole, for sweeteners in them, I think that can cause some issues. So, yeah, be, be mindful of that. But, again, it's something important your digestion so don't just ignore it and sometimes you there's not a lot you can do to fix it let's say oh, last gaining phase it's like i was in a surplus for over a year so that's over a year pounding food sometimes you just need to pull back a bit and go into a wee short dieting phase to strip some of that fat off while also giving your appetite a break letting your appetite come back because when you are in a gaining phase like if your appetite goes, that usually contributes towards your digestion getting a bit poorer as well, uh, because like the the two are interlinked. You want to be hungry, and as a result, just try and pick foods that help you get your food in. Sorry, pick foods that help you get your calories in. Meaning foods that are nice and high in calories but low in size, but also ones that will sit well. So 
not going to the opposite end of the spectrum and thinking, oh, I can't get this food in. I'll just eat crap. I'll eat uh, takeaways, that sort of thing. Yes, it might help at the time, but you'll just feel horrific. Your digestion will be off. You won't absorb the food. And usually, you feel kind of stuffed for the whole day. Whereas if you just eat, like, like a ton of white rice, that's something I eat a lot of when I'm gaining. Just because it sits so well, I can go through a ton of that and I, f- I feel fine. It's like I can... I can move after I eat. I don't feel stuffed, I don't feel bloated, that sort of thing. So yeah, make sure you're tailoring the food or the food you're eating to the phase that you're in. But that doesn't mean just to avoid things like vegetables because they're obviously important for your health. The fibre can aid your digestion as well, getting enough fibre and help you pass. So that's something that shouldn't be neglected regardless of what phase you're in. So yeah, I hope uh, you found this podcast valuable. If you did, please leave a rating and review, give me a follow and uh, share it on your story if you can, spread the word and tag me if you do. And uh, yeah, hope everyone has a great week and uh, thank you very much for listening.